Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know there is so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens to build a truly inclusive industry. In these diversity, equity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through LinkedIn or on my email, nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today, we are joined by Monica Gupta, Managing Director at Decimal Factor UK. Her role is all-encompassing, and she is responsible for UK P&L, driving new customers, revenue-based, product strategy, customer service, pricing, introducing new products, and payment partners. Decimal Factor is a regulated credit broker for funding for, for SMEs and is redefining the SME ecosystem by converging lending with payments through digital innovation and technological advancement. So there's so much that we can talk about today. Monica, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have this conversation. Uh, thank you so much, Nadia, for having me. And I'm also quite uh, excited to have you as in, to join you on this uh, on this journey, on this of uh, sharing my experience. And thank you for this opportunity. In fact, thank you so much for a lovely introduction uh, <laughs> and for summarizing. Even I did not know about the summary, how well you have summed, summed it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, now, one thing would be really nice for you to open up with is to tell us a bit more about Decimal Factor. Yes, Nadia, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, before I speak what Decimal Factor does, I'm going to go back to a bit of history why the company was started. The company was started at the peak of last financial recession in 2008, when the banks were not lending enough. Now, a decade later, the problem has completely turned itself around and there is a problem of too many lenders in the market. So lenders seems to have a problem of where they have very low approval rate from the applications they receive and borrowers which, is, which means small businesses, medium-sized businesses do not know who to approach. And every time they make an application, their credit score keep, keep getting impacted. What we have done is decimal factor. We exist for these small businesses to make their lives easier. We have developed a very unique scoring model, which, which is essentially scores each borrowers as per the very highly customized lending criteria of each lender. And these lenders we have known since their inception. We have some of them have been on our panel since 10 years. So we know them inside out. And all of these criteria is fed into our system, which uh, generates an automatic score driven by AI for each of the borrowers. And we, and higher the score, higher are the chances of approval for the borrower's application. So that kind of reduces the risk of rejection for the borrowers because they are making an application to the lenders, which are highly likely to approve them because they meet the financial criteria, number of years of existence, their profitability, their, you know, the management, all those criteria uh, is uh, applications that are coming in are highly, you know, customized to their criteria. 
So we are actually serving to them and addressing a very unique problem in the market. And, uh, and we have been in successful in bringing this technology into, uh, into, into existence and we have actually brought so many new lenders because of this unique preposition. Besides that, we are also working on a very unique Merchant360 platform, which caters to the all pay payment needs of the uh, businesses, small businesses to be precise. We provide them with virtual bank accounts where they can receive payments. They can have alternative source of revenues. We can provide them with payment terminals. We can provide them with customized APIs. They can sell their goods online. To summarize, we are providing them with an end-to-end -end ecosystem to predict their funding needs and to answer their payment needs. So it's a lot that you that you cover and, and problems that you solve. So it's great to hear the background and why why that came about and what it looks like now. What I'd love to hear more of is a bit about like you and your journey to this position. That's a very humbling uh, question, Nadia. I have just had a normal career till just like every other woman in the industry, in the in our sector, every woman out there who's trying to make a difference. In terms of uh, what, what I do is just like every other senior management role somebody has to undertake. I'm responsible for the UK PNL of the company. So of course, responsible for every activity, right? From how you acquire customers, how we present ourselves in the market and, uh, and how we kind of go about uh, acquiring you know, new business, business development, relationship management, how do we deliver the tech product, how, where do we cut cost, where do we make cost, where do we get more revenues from. But all of this is, is only possible. I can only achieve all of this because I've got an incredible team around me, people working for me, people working with me. I will not lie. I have learned the art of delegation. It was hard to let go in the beginning, but art of delegation is something which keeps you going. But it does sound a lot, but essentially I'm only managing the macro part of all of the things I've mentioned about. It's ultimately about having a really good set of people, you know, working with you and, you know, you can entrust them to take care of things you talk about, you want to get executed. So at the end of the day, you're more of, you know, responsible for relationship management, getting new people on board, new partners on board, but also having, you know, two words, delegation and trust. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's so important, those two words, because trust is, trust is huge and you can only delegate to those that you trust who are capable and able and will do the job. So yes. I think that's great. And trust me. Trust me, that's why I keep saying that having the right set of people around is important because the trust also takes time to build. Yeah. And uh, you asked about my career journey as well. So now to answer your other part of the question, I will talk about my journey. So I started my, after doing my MBA, I started my career with Royal Bank of Scotland and uh, again, at the closer to the last financial recession. Uh, don't try to guess my age. Um, but I worked in RBS for, uh, for a year in investment banking. Then I moved on to HSBC, where I spent eight years of my career. And uh, I worked in investment banking team. I think the best part about investment banking is it teaches you, you know, the skill set of, of your corporate culture, corporate career. It, uh, it's, it makes you learn how to work under pressure, how to, how to handle multiple projects, attention to detail, putting customer needs at first. And also it kind of teaches you how to originate business. It basically teaches you skills that you can use in any field. In fact, you can use it in your day-to-day -day life. It, it teaches you communication, so much more. 
And I was so lucky to, again, there have a incredible set of people working. I can't stress enough how important it is to have a good boss at the beginning of your career. I've had such incredible examples and such inspiring people. I've learned so much. I used to, I used to get, uh, I used to get stressed out in the beginning of my career so much, but uh, my bosses were so kind. And so, you know, I've learned so much from them, how to handle stress, how to work under pressure. We have pulled out, we have together as a team, we have pulled out nights after nights. And I also tried my hand at uh, corporate banking because I wanted to continuously learn something different. Then last year, decimal factor happened. After I wanted to, uh, after uh, my trials with corporate banking in HSBC, I thought of uh, moving into FinTech, the growing sector. Uh, decimal factor happened. I joined as a director of investor relations. And uh, there, my company was in the middle of a crowdfunding round where uh, my founder needed somebody to, you know, do the heavy lifting on the investor side, manage all the queries and do fundraising with other, you know, debt fundraising with other angel investors and everything. Uh, in the meanwhile, I was also, I, I'm always on the lookout for new, new things to learn and, you know, upend my learning curve. So I was also getting interested in day-to-day -day business, how tech works, how the engine works, how basically everything works. I'm, come, I'm a finance person. And then I got the opportunity to step up and uh, start running the business for the, uh, for the company, for the UK business. And um, yeah, so it's just been a journey it has been made possible by being having, like, have, as in a network learning and also being always being in the lookout for new opportunities. And I think it's wonderful the way you describe all of that, because I just can, here in everything you're saying how important a good team is to you and the people around Absolutely. you um, and community is really big and, and I'm a massive fan of that and I believe in that as well and so it takes me on to my my next question because I wanted to ask you about the fintech community and I know that you're you're very interested in and you do a lot of work for um, gender equality um, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on how we can make the fintech community more gender equal. Uh, that's a that's a very very important question, Nadia. And I also, as an, I did not realize it till I actually entered the industry that uh, uh, how how different the ratio is. Like how there is so such a big gender disparity, especially in the senior management roles in our community. I think we as a community, in fact, it has been shown by research that companies with female founders or CEOs find it harder to get funding. Or in fact, there is I saw some sir I saw one survey by Inclusive FinTech Fifty which mentions that any companies which have female or uh, women in their senior leadership, they tend to make higher revenues, like three times to be precise. And the survey came out in 2019. I think this kind of facts need to be made wider known to the community. We as a, we as a community need to step up and needs to understand that having gender diversity is really important to have make to make sure the companies are more resilient the companies are more uh, uh, more stable during times of crisis and uh, you know we can basically the company can survive longer as it's a wider known fact right the women as such and even men like you know if you have a gender disparity in a in, in a senior management all the thoughts will be all the thoughts and strategy will be of the similar type right we do not want that 
female having women or even men like you know basically a mix of genders brings stability different points of view it brings on more emotional intelligence in in addition to the iq right that's what we need in times of survival in times of crisis especially like this pandemic i think we as a community what we can do is we can bring more flexible policies which makes it possible for women to uh, to continue working even after they had kids even you know take up responsibilities i think pandemic has done if pandemic has done one good thing it is that made work from home possible working from anywhere possible so as a startup community as a tech community we need to give more and more and more importance and more and more uh, encouragement to that uh, work from home flexible hours so women does not are not forced to choose between uh, you know i have to pick up my child to i have to deliver on that project report i have to be on the meeting because it is 4:30 business time what should be focusing on is the work getting delivered on time things like shared maternity and paternity leave right so essentially irrespective of the size it needs to the diversity the gender diversity needs to become a focus for all the communities in fact while the while the hiring is taking taking place the you know the the hiring manager should make it a should make it a point like to consciously select at least i'm not i'm not saying the shortlisting but i'm talking about having more and more female applications coming on coming to them making making sure like you know when there are conferences or when there are open house hiring events they are giving encouragement to more and more women and the uh, and how the organization appears to the outside world that also matters you might have an open culture inside right but if the if as a potential employer or a potential customer or a potential business partner i do not see you like that it's not going to help right it needs to also the representation branding of the company should be like that and i think very very important point which i think plays a big important role is unconscious bias which we do not which we do not stress enough like uh, you know for example uh, i've given an example to put things into perspective here if we as a generation like you know have grown up seeing our mothers being the caretaker in the families you know picking up us from school catering to our uh, catering to our food and you know taking care of all the household work while the fathers are seen as breadwinners so this kind of leads to unconscious bias in 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 hiring managers generally uh, i'm not saying that you know hiring managers do it consciously but unconscious bias at play so i have known like you know bigger banks like you know all hsbcs barclays and goldmans of the world actually have trainings specifically for hiring managers to remove this unconscious bias so we as a fintech community because we obviously are more uh, you know we are seen as more as bringing revolution in the financial services world right why not be the why not be the mascot of bringing a change in this aspect as well and change the mindset and the focus mm. and last but not the least i think new firms right you know the new companies which come on which which start they can start the new culture of basically giving more importance to uh, gender diversity in the yeah 100% i agree with everything that you're saying here and i think that it's really helpful for you to say all of this because people listening they can take these things away and they can affect them within their businesses what about with regards to increasing diversity of people within the industry can you tell us your top tips there i think we as a that's a very important question uh, you brought up natia um, i think we as a fintech community because we are seen as somebody who are bringing a revolution to traditional way of managing finance and you know financial services 
while along the way, we should bring about a revolution in diversity. Uh, an economy, a company, a sector can only grow when it takes people of all across ages, races, genders, and background. We can't just grow if, uh, if just one section of the society grows or one section of its uh, community grows. As I mentioned before about the gender disparity, I think the flexible policies of uh, working from home, shared paternity and maternity leave, uh, you know, giving encouragement, being very selective, being very proactive about selecting people from diverse background, working actively to remove the unconscious bias as we have towards women, same way we might have towards disabled people, of diff people of you know, different color than us, of a different race than us, or different bringing, upbringing than us. Uh, for example, these kind of things need to be actively worked upon. And so companies should ensure that diversity runs through the entire philosophy of the company, including its branding and representation, and not just in it, not just in a stock. By acknowledging the fact that diverse businesses are more successful, as proved by the data and all the research, we need to create an inclusive work culture. I think it's quite important to create awareness, not just externally, but internally as well. The, you know, somebody in the management, the change needs to, change needs to run from the, from the top to bottom not from bottom to top usually if especially for a bigger organization or you know the fintech companies which are which have grown from you know members of 10 people to 500 members today somebody needs to be in that the hiring manager or somebody who's responsible for diversity of of the employees needs to drive a point that how diversity can you know ensure uh, higher employee retention it can uh, it can ensure more revenues it can and it will uh, it will improve its ability to sustain in crisis Definitely. Companies can also, I think one important point, which I think is the company can focus on not stereotyping the roles of the genders outside the work. Say, for example, uh, you know, if you have flexible policies towards, towards women, right? But at the same time, if you have the same flexible policies towards men, it will help them, you know, say, maybe sharing a household work with their partners. Same way, these kind of policies can be implemented for encouraging diversity, last but not the least, by undertaking intentional hiring to maintain diversity in terms of talents from different regions, genders and background. We are promoting diversity in our sector, which, is, which will improve our future and bring in fresh ideas and perspective. If we need to bring about a change, it will have to be a collective effort to shift mindset and focus. And to summarize, I think this needs to be taken note of that talent has no gender, race or age. Monica, I think that's amazing everything that you've just shared with us then. And there's some really good tips that we can take away and, and focus on. Um, my last question to you, if there's one, one lesson of your career that you would share with the audience, what would you say that lesson would be? I think I have learned a lot of lessons, but if I have to take just one, uh, one lesson away, one key takeaway would be, I would say you can never stop learning. And uh, you need to have, one need to have the right attitude by learning. And it is more important to have fun while trying to learn new things. What happens is our society is kind of shaped like that, that you go to school, you learn, and then you start working. When you start working, we stop learning. But that's not how today's world works, right? We have so much knowledge, so much uh, information available at the, uh, at the click of a button, right? I can learn about, I, I am a finance person. I can, lock, I can learn about rocket science sitting in from my laptop, right? Log into Coursera or LinkedIn Learning and run, learn about something which I don't know anything about. This is the advantage of living in a digital world. So not learning about new things is going to put a stop to my career. 
So I have uh, I have worked in different areas of finance in my in my career and taken the opportunity to learn uh, wherever I uh, wherever I could. So I worked in investment banking, corporate banking, fundraising. Now I'm running a fintech. So it's just you never know. Tomorrow I might be the founder of uh, some new fintech uh, idea. So learning doesn't doesn't mean from books and courses, right? It also meaning uh, it also means learning from the experts in the industry and by building up your network. Having a childlike curiosity will help you grow in your career. I think more important than learning is having fun while being while learning. Trying new things can be scary, especially if you have a big list of what if this goes wrong, what if you know I end up at the wrong side of the career. It's difficult to take a plunge at the beginning, but once you get used to getting out of your comfort zone, your career will reach new heights. All of us need to accept that we can't succeed without learning and without failing. and failing is part of growing up and learning so if you have to take away one thing from my career is that stay out of your comfort zone across all areas of life not just career i love that i think that's so good so i'm going to use your quote there about failure and about growth and about getting outside your comfort zone i think that's such an inspiring way to end the podcast and i think you've given us so much to take away so monica thank you so much for being part of the women of fintech podcast series Thank you so much Nadia for for this opportunity. I feel incredibly lucky to be here and sharing my story with everybody. Thank you.